Welcome to the Hello Sunday podcast with me, Nikki Hyden. This is the podcast that discusses everything self-development, spirituality and sobriety. And it wouldn't be me without a little sprinkling of humour. Whether you were just starting out on your journey of self-development or have been exploring these topics for years, are completely alcohol-free or just curious about living a more sober lifestyle, this is the podcast for you. Each week, I'll be exploring topics in both solo episodes and with some amazing guest experts. So if you like what you hear, then please subscribe, rate and review. So with that said, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, hello, welcome, welcome back to another episode of Hello Sunday. I hope you're all good. I hope you've all had a really good week. So this last week for me has just been, it's been a busy one. It's been a real mix of lots of like personal stuff, appointments, work projects, lots of planning for our upcoming trip. And I don't know whether it's just Scorpio season, guys. Which, if you're not too kind of familiar with astrology and stuff like that, it's essentially quite an intense period in the year, quite an intense season. Historically, it has been associated with like dark and the occult and obviously Halloween falls in that time. But essentially, it's just a very emotional, high intensity season of the year. And boy, has it felt that way. (laughs) It really has. And I've really observed recently quite a few people in my very close circle undergoing and going through periods of high emotional change, things within their personal lives that have been really super emotionally charged and very tricky and challenging. And I think the one thing that has come up and the one thing that I really wanted to talk about this week is the feeling of rejection, the feeling of something that you thought being for you ending up not being for you and what that brings up, what that can make us tell us about ourselves, how it can shape our view and essentially how we deal with that and how we manage that. Now, I think like a lot of people, I I guess going through rejection early in life in kind of like teenage years and early adulthood wasn't really something that I ever, I guess I didn't really put any thought into it. You just something happens, you get rejected, you feel the feels, you make it mean something about you, you wallow in self-pity. Unless you've been brought up in a family or community where self-reflection and personal development is quite big in your formative years, generally you don't find out about this stuff and you don't look into this stuff until kind of like later in life. And for me, it was like approaching my 30s before I even really started looking inwards or understanding myself and and my emotions and my journey. So 
you tend to just go through this repetitive cycle of being rejected or something not working out. Yeah, wallowing self-pity, make it mean something about you. That will then shape your view of yourself. And it, and it just kind of continues in that vein until something stops you in your tracks and makes you think about it in a different way. And if that hasn't happened to you already, then hopefully this episode might be that thing. Um, for me, it was, I guess, going through some really difficult, tricky times in my kind of like late 20s, early 30s with regards to like personal relationships and romantic relationships. And then I actually read a quote, which is the quote that I'm basing this episode around today. Because for me, that quote changed everything. Now, I can't remember where this originally came from. It's quite a common, quite a, um, I guess, famous quote within kind of the self-development world. And that is that rejection is redirection. So rejection is redirection. So essentially what that means is it's never, rejection is never just about you. It's always about the thing that you've been rejected from, whether that is a relationship, whether it's a friendship, whether it's a a new business venture, a new house, it's just not in alignment for you. It's just not your path. It's just not the direction that you're meant to be going in. And essentially that door being closed allows other doors to open up. So it allows you from the redirection to experience, from the rejection to experience redirection, to be redirected down the path or along the path that is going to be right for you. And it's really, really difficult to take rejection if you don't see it in that way, if you don't see it in a positive light, if you don't have the ability to look at that rejection as being something positive and be in a redirection down the path towards the things that are right for you. Especially if you are somebody who is maybe anxiously attached which attachment styles are a whole thing. I will do a whole episode on that. In fact, I'll probably get somebody in to talk about that because whilst I understand it and whilst I have kind of like surface level knowledge, there's a lot of psychology behind attachment styles. But essentially, if you are anxiously attached, if you have had experiences in your life that have meant that you are not securely attached within your relationships, whether that's romantic relationships, whether that's relationships with your family, your friends, and you are slightly insecure in your attachment style and you always seek external validation. If you're then rejected, whether that be from a romantic relationship, a friendship, you know, a new job, etc., you can take that pretty personally. I mean, you can take it pretty personally even if you aren't, but if you are it cuts at a whole different level. So we tend to then make that rejection make something about us. It's, I'm not good enough, or I didn't get the job because I'm not smart enough, or I'm not pretty enough for him or for her. Whatever it is that we've been rejected from, we tend to make it about 
all the things that we lack rather than it just not being right for us and building a bridge, getting over it and, and moving forwards in a positive direction. We tend to ask questions like, why me, for instance? Now, rejection doesn't happen unless you're putting yourself out there, right? Rejection, you're only getting rejected if you are putting yourself into a situation which is probably outside of your comfort zone. If you're interviewing for a new job, if you're exploring a new romantic relationship, if you are creating a new friendship, all those things are really, you know, outside of our comfort zones normally. They're things that we will put ourselves out there for, knowing full well that we may end up getting rejected, that we may end up with that not being right for us. And it just shows that, you know, essentially it's a product of courage and it indicates someone who is willing to take risks, who is willing to put themselves out there. And therefore that in itself is a huge positive. That in itself should make you super proud that you were even willing to put yourself into that situation in the first place. But if you don't see it as that, and then also you see the rejection as something that means that you're lacking something, that can then put yourself into, you know, a spiral of self-pity, of negative self-talk, of basically making it about us. So what can we do about this? How can we make sure that every time that that is happening, that we're not ending up making it make something about us, mean something about us, and that we are taking the positives, looking at how we pick ourselves up from it and moving forward in a positive direction. So there's a guy called Steve Maraboli. He is an American businessman and motivator, um, motivational speaker. You know how I love a quote. (laughs) And he said, every time I thought I was being rejected from something good, I was actually being redirected to something better. And that has been so true of my life. Like at the time when you are being rejected from something, you don't see it as that. When my first marriage broke down, when my husband was, you know, committed adultery, when he cheated on me, believe me, I did not find that out and think, oh, well, something better's on the way. It wasn't for me. I mean, I did eventually, but at the time, I genuinely, I mean, after I thought, what an arsehole and what a a creep and how could he do that? And there was a lot more stronger words that came into my mind. But um, after all of that, I sank into a bit of, well, what has she got that I haven't? Why aren't I not good enough? Why is this happening to me? And don't get me wrong, like that would not be how I would react now. There would definitely not be that amount of self-sabotage and negative talk about myself because I've done the work enough to understand that if somebody cheats, you know, there's two options, isn't there, in a relationship when you get to the point where you don't want to be with someone. You either have the respect to tell them and to have that conversation and to break it off or you go behind their back because essentially you don't have the balls to be able to approach it in the right way. And that that was the decision that he took. And that was nothing, no reflection on me. That wasn't about me. He could have cut things off. 
But I made that about me because I didn't have the tools and the awareness and the understanding about the things that I've just spoken about. So at that time, it was a pit of self-spiraling, self-sabotage. Why is he done this to me? Woe is me, etc., etc. Looking back, I can now see that that relationship was not right whatsoever. I had compromised beyond compromising in terms of the person that I had become. I wasn't seeing my friends as much. I'd moved to a new city because he had a child. So it was only 25, 30 miles away, but it was a whole different commute to work for me. It was not being around my friends and family. And in essence, I'd kind of lost myself a lot in that relationship. So looking back, I can see that it wasn't right. There were so many red flags and so many things that I should have been aware of, not to mention, you know, how controlling he was in terms of what he wanted me to do, but then he wasn't doing those things himself. So there was a lot going on there that I did not see at the time. And actually looking back, if that hadn't have happened, I would have been stuck probably miserable in a relationship where it wasn't right for me. I mean, that wouldn't have happened right because the universe has got our back and we always end up being redirected to what is right for us. But that was just one example of, at the time, I genuinely didn't see the rejection being redirection. But in looking back, having done this work, I can completely see where it all fell into place. Similarly, I was in a job in 2019. Yeah, 2019. It was just as I'd met Dean, my husband. And I was miserable in that job. I joined a new business after eight years with my previous company. I had, I loved the people that worked there, like my my colleagues, my peers. But I was the first person to start up a new sector in this job. They told me that they had all the tools and resources available. When I got into the job, that wasn't the case. There was a huge amount of pressure to be successful right from day one. And it just wasn't a good fit. It just wasn't working. And we eventually came to the mutual decision that I was going to leave. And essentially, they let me go. And that had never ever happened to me. I'd always been successful in my roles. I'd always played a really valuable part in any business that I joined. And it absolutely hit me like a ton of bricks because whilst it was a mutual decision and we did sit down and I did say, look, this just isn't working. It also made me feel like an absolute failure. It made me feel like I'd been rejected. It made me feel like I wasn't good enough. And again, I kind of started spiraling because I hadn't done enough of the work. I hadn't looked at how not to make this just about me. For those of you that are regular listeners to the show, or maybe you know me personally, you won't have been able to get away without hearing me talk about Simprove. Simprove is a scientifically backed water-based probiotic drink. You drink it daily and it has been scientifically proven to help with things like bloating, IBS symptoms, pain. It was actually a dietitian friend of mine that introduced it to me last year and I honestly wouldn't be without it now. It's helped with my energy, with my bloating, it's helped with my immune system and also things like my skin. The list is honestly endless. 
Now I have got a code for you. So if you'd like to try Simprove, you can get 50%, that's a massive 50% of your first three month subscription by going on simprove.com and putting in the code Nikki50. That's N-I-K-K-I-5-0 or clicking the link in the show notes. So, yeah, so that was another time where I was like, shit, this is bad. This is, I don't know where I'm going to go from here. And do you know what? After I created the space in my life, I then attracted another role with the company that I've most recently left to start my own business, which was an absolute dream fit. They were culturally amazing, so supportive. It allowed me to move to Leeds to be with Dean because he was living up here and I'd got a you know really strong network up here. So it made sense for me to move. And yeah, everything just fell into place after that. And looking back, I'm like, oh my gosh, if I would have stayed in that job, I'd have been miserable. We wouldn't have moved. Me and Dean would have been doing long distance. I'd have still been in Birmingham when COVID hit. So we wouldn't have even been able to bubble together. God, that sounds mental saying that now, doesn't it? So if we had to have bubbles and just stay within those those bubbles for all that time. Um, and yeah, you know, we 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 just wouldn't have had, it, it would have been a shit show. And at the time, I was mourning the loss of what I thought was, you know, yeah, a loss. And it wasn't, it was a gain. And I think sometimes that's how you have to look at things. Like at the moment, I've got a really good friend going through a really, really tough breakup where there's been a lot of disloyalty and, you know, it's it's difficult. It's really, really fucking difficult because they're now mourning the loss of what they thought was going to be their future. But they are seeing the redirection and the opportunity because they have done the work on this. You know, it's, it doesn't make it any easier in terms of that rejection, but it certainly allows you to see the potential and the possibility that now could open up. And actually, where there's been disloyalty, where there's been a breach of trust, why would you want to stay in that situation? Likewise, I've got another friend who's in the process of buying her first family home. And there's been a lot of difficulty in that process. They're literally surrounded by boxes at the moment because they were due to move a few weekends ago. And the person whose house they were buying, the family whose house they were buying, suddenly turned around and were like, oh, we're struggling with some of the finances, the stuff that hasn't been signed off. And that's really difficult, but they're dealing with it so amazingly because they know that whatever transpires is going to be right for them. It's going to be aligned. And if it's not that house, so be it. If it is that house at a different time, then there's a reason why. And if you look back at the things that you've been rejected from, things that haven't worked out, whether that is relationships or jobs or business opportunities or friendships you'll often see that there was new opportunities that opened up, paths that you went down after those things closed off or or finished or ended that would not have otherwise opened up to you, that would not have been available to you, that actually was so much more in alignment with where you wanted to go and in in your higher purpose that you end up realizing why things have happened you end up seeing like the reasons so don't let 
rejection define you come back to the things that we spoke about just about looking at the reasons why things might be happening you won't see it at the time believe me you will not see I did not see at the time that my marriage ended why that had happened but oh my gosh do I see that now and am I grateful I didn't see at the time that that job let me go why that was happening but now i I would not be where I am now if that had not have happened. You know, likewise, friendships have ended. And looking back, I can completely see why that was the case. And actually, at the time, I didn't. But the place that I'm in now, those friendships would just not have been aligned whatsoever with where I'm going with my life. You know, they were low vibe, taking a lot of energy, very draining, very much all about that person and sucking me into continual drama. And that I'm just not about that life now. So at the time, it might have been really tough to say goodbye, but now I see the reasons. So look at things that you're being rejected from as opportunities to take on new projects, to open new doors, to meet new people, to maybe travel to new places. You know, just because you've got certain responsibilities, like maybe a mortgage, doesn't mean that you can't Airbnb your house and go traveling if that's what you want to do. Just because you might have, I don't know, a business, doesn't mean that you can't open up new opportunities in other areas. So there's opportunities that await you when things don't necessarily go down the path that you expected them to go down. Look at the lessons. What has this taught you? I cannot remember a time when I learned a lesson during the good times. Experiencing pain has taught me so much more than experiencing ease and flow in my life. Don't get me wrong, we all love the ease and the flow and we need to have those really happy aligned times to be in good vibration and, and attract the good things. But those failed relationships, failed jobs, and I'm using the word failed loosely here because we see them as failures at the time, but actually they're just building bricks to where we want to go, right? But those failures, those doors closing are building bricks. They are just being put in place to help you to get to where you need to be. So you need to see what it's teaching you. You need to look at what is it about that relationship that actually wasn't right and what does that teach me about future boundary setting or future, you know, when I'm looking for a partner or looking for a friend, what do I and don't I want? What was it about that job interview that didn't go well how can I better articulate my skills and experience in future? Or how can I better quality check and assess the businesses that I'm going for opportunities with to make sure that they are better aligned? Look for the teachings. Look for what you can learn from those experiences. Because I guarantee that if you take the learnings from every single redirection, stroke rejection, then you will absolutely get to a better place next time. And the next one might not be right. And the next one after that might not be right. But eventually, you will get to a place where you're like, ah, all of those things, every relationship I've ever had has got me to, has taught me something, has got me to a place where I'm happy now in my marriage because 
I can appreciate all the things that I didn't want and don't want. Every single job opportunity has got me to where I needed to be in terms of learning how to run a business so that I've eventually been able to launch my own business and and it be successful. So it might not be right right now and it might feel like absolute shit at the time, but there will be learnings in there. And coming back to how you talk to yourself again, if something's happened and you find yourself talking to yourself in a negative way, I mean, let's be honest, would you say to a friend whose relationship has just ended, well, it's probably because you weren't pretty enough or smart enough, you're just not good enough. No, you'd be like, girl, he was an absolute rat bag and actually, you know, better things are on their way. You wouldn't tell them that any of those things were true because they're not. So why do we do it to ourselves? Why do we annihilate ourselves and our character and our looks and pull out all of our perceived flaws just because somebody else hasn't been honest with us or hasn't been loyal to us? You wouldn't do that to a mate, so don't do it to yourself. Think about how you're talking to yourself. If you didn't get the job, would you say if it was a friend oh yeah, you're just not very good at what you do or you probably, you know, they probably thought that you were not not good enough. You, you wouldn't. You'd be like, look, that business, that opportunity was not right for you. It's, it's not aligned. Something better is on the way. And that's how you have to be talking to yourself. You need to celebrate rejection as being brave enough to get outside your comfort zone, to start the new venture to make those new connections and start looking at it as okay that didn't go the way that I wanted it to why is that what can I learn and now where are the opportunities coming from that as a result of that door closing I can now align myself with I can now welcome him where are those doors opening look for the blessings look for the positives and not the negatives. And it is easier said than done. And like the episode that I spoke about talking to yourself and articulating things and the power of language and words, this stuff doesn't happen overnight. You're not going to wake up tomorrow having listened to this and think, oh my gosh, like, yeah, I didn't get that job or I didn't, friendship's broken down. Oh, great. Yeah. Where's the next opportunity? Where's the next, you know, where can I create a new friendship? It's it's a learning curve and it's practice, but rather than going into a spiral, hopefully it will just help you to like catch that and to just try and reframe things a little bit because rejection is always redirection. So I hope that that has resonated. I hope that you've taken something from it. As always, please, please, if you've enjoyed this episode, share it wide, share it far, screenshot it and post it on your socials. Follow the Hello Sunday Instagram account. And please, please do like the show on whatever platform you listen and also leave a review it would mean the absolute world and open as always for feedback for suggestions and I hope you all have a fantastic week thanks for listening 
You can find us on Instagram at hellosundaypod or you can email us on hellosundaypod at outlook.com. Have a great week.